As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Quick warning, in some of the clips, there there's some bad language. So if you're listening in with kids or are offended by that type of language, just be warned. There's some towards the end of the episode. As we ended last episode, part two of our series on design sprints, Mike of Zero, a fasting app first launched by Kevin Rose, was high-fiving D and the rest of the team at AJ and Smart to celebrate a solid day one of their design sprint. Well, there was a lot accomplished on day one, so I would be celebrating too. And if you haven't listened, go back and listen to the day one episode to get caught up and then meet us right back here. So on day one, they set the core intention for this design sprint. What are the main problems that they're trying to solve? And then they started sketching out some of those solutions. And now it's day two, Tuesday, and we'll be following along on today's episode. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. 
Rocket Ship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We're your hosts, Michael Saka and Mike Belsito. And now it's time to review some of those solution sketches that they were working on. Okay, picture this. Each person on the sprint team, they're given an allotment of post-it notes and they have their final solution sketches, ideas for real solutions that Zero can move forward with. These are all up on the whiteboards and walls. All the post-its from day one are combined with day two and the team, they start discussing some of these solutions. Here's Michael Smart talking about how special day two usually is. Day two, I mean, this is my favorite part of the sprint, right? We come into the room on Tuesday morning and you kind of got to imagine this kind of art gallery set up, right? Where everybody has had a chance to to kind of let their ideas go and, and, and take some time away uh, from, from, from their work. And uh, now we're kind of in a room and we're, uh, we're all eager to kind of turn these concepts around because we do it in a way that's uh, almost like a nice big reveal. And um, we started going through these, we kind of turned these around and you, it never ceases to amaze me in every sprint. Um, even if people are feeling like the day before they get to the end of the day, it's like, oh, I'm not sure if I got my idea out okay. And I, did I draw that well enough or the copy there? I'm not sure. But everybody comes in on Tuesday morning forgetting all of that, you know, this sleeping and letting it just just simmer and as you go through these first 15 20 minutes and you're going through just silently yourself looking at all of these solution sketches and you can just see the nod the nodding heads if you know if you if you can take a moment yourself and look around at your at your colleagues walking around and you can just see the absolute joy on their faces as they're going around going yes what a great so idea. is the sprint team ready to just jump in like michael hopes well let's I listen in this is very specific. My journey to yeah, lose seven kilos in six months, and then then it's like it's got a recommended set of programs. This should be more like this oh. is just number of fast. It's not even like that, or this should be your now for the, for this. Your this is your introduction to fasting, right? Yeah. Okay. So like this is going to be like um, this is basically the intro program we gave you. Yeah. This is a reflection of that, right? Exactly. Okay, and then so you can let us know what's realistic. Like, is it like should we cap it at seven? This is like the first week. Like I just drew well, that because I wasn't. Well, I guess the question is: Is that is this uh, map that you're all one fast, like like one program, or is it like exactly long that. term? Yes, this is everything. So I have a suggestion: yes. we make the seven days or five days or whatever this one is bubble bump one two three four five, and then there's a few days of nothing happening, and then a, a, a bubble here that's suggesting to pick a new program. Or something that's suggesting we can new program to continue the. So I didn't see it as a like calendar and that's like tying in like. These are good, these are useful discussions. And even though they've already come together around a central goal for the sprint, seeing all of the potential solutions in sketch form, it helps the team hone in even more, it kind of stay focused on that goal. And even some of these solution sketches, even the really good ones, they're even better when they start to be combined with the other ideas on the board. A component of someone else's idea may fit really well into this more established sketch. You can start to hear how this collaboration is leading to ideas and evolution and iteration. And then somehow changing this progress meter into the circle one and that we somehow have like a, this feeling of informative uh, comments come through. Got a puzzled look on your face. Yeah, I'm just thinking that just like a big large stuff on one screen. Okay. 
So like uh, probably this one is the most important. Totally. Right? Yeah. Then how important is this one? Like it's a nice visualization, but like how really important it is? I feel like it's just like almost like a chat head. I feel like over here it's almost like just to the side. Like we want to see the actual visuals. It should be nice and. I also had the notion that it's dark here, and the interesting thing is over here it's actually getting mm -hmm. daytime. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's only around here, and it's more like, okay, you're about here now. You know, and then this is an interesting thing because it's like 16 hours now, to go. This is a podcast, so we get how you can't see the solution that they're talking about, but you could probably visualize it. You could probably imagine the progress meter of somebody's journey of fasting. You can picture the chat head that they're talking about. And the team continues to dissect these ideas so they could hone in on what they'll actually build for their prototype. And this all happens Tuesday morning. And then the decider will decide what solution or combination of solutions. Yes, combination of solutions that the sprint team will move forward with. And then they'll storyboard the prototype out. But that won't happen until after lunchtime. Yeah, so they'll break for lunch here and... We actually catch some of the conversation that happens at lunchtime. Sometimes I get into this like sprints should be everywhere. I honestly don't pay attention to it. And I feel like if I go back to Australia, I'm going to run for <laughs> Anyway, so now into the storyboarding. And I actually talked with Michael Smart and he explained a bit about the storyboarding process. I start running these storyboarding sessions in three, three passes, I call them. And the first part there is very short. It's 15 minutes. You would go through, you've got your cells on the wall, and you would just go through and start cutting out the drawings, like from the solution sketches, and already like kind of put them into the cells. So you get yourself like a, a, a baseline to work from. Even if you have to redraw the UI in the cells, you just want to make sure that everybody on the team is still aligned with the ideas that have been chosen. Everybody's still on the same page, why we've chosen them. And the second thing is with the user test flow, you also know what things are in focus at different parts during the story. So the first 15 minutes is really me grabbing these user test flow post-its, sticking them in the cells in the right order, and then running around the room, cutting out the bits of the drawings and the sketches that reflect those kind of post-it notes um, where they're where we're describing what happens in that screen. Then we can move on to, to the second pass, which is a little longer. Uh, it's about 30, 35 minutes. And here, actually, then the artist then starts to kind of turn these solution sketches and these little cutouts into actual comic book drawings. We're starting to go into detail based on what we've got. So... Like Jake mentions, you always want to be kind of not introducing new stuff and coming up with new stuff uh, during storyboarding because that's the fastest way to just derail it and turn it into a little bit of a, a frustrating afternoon. But if you're working with everything that's already in the room and just saying, that's cool, if you've got a new idea, let's grab it. We've got a second week coming up, so we'll park it. And if, if we need it, we can come back to this um, once we've got information on these ideas right now. So... We for sure don't, you know, stifle our customers and we still want the creative thinking in there, but we just want to also limit that we've made a decision for a certain reason on these ideas. So let's test these first and get feedback on these first before we start introducing new things. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Now, 
back to the show. So they go through a round of storyboarding. And of course, that's an iterative process. Let's listen in as they get back to work. I think I'd like the first one to be from Celine and then the later one from Camille. I can grab um, a real community one from our reviews. Lovely. It's actually perfect. Community, like, comment. And, and I mean, we're looking for an encouraging comment that somebody kind of said, like, yeah. You know, they help them get them over the hump. Okay. And if you could give us the name of the person who did it. Can I read out this? Yeah. I still think a few words need to be tweaked at least. So humans are not built to eat all the time. We weren't designed to have constant access to food. That's kind of similar to change. There were times of plenty and times of hibernation and hunting. The same way we recharge when we sleep, the cells in our body also regenerate better in periods when we don't eat. And they continue to iterate. And you can hear as we listen in, the sprint team, they continue to challenge each other. And with these challenges, new ideas and iterations are taking shape, which are really going to help improve the final product. We're still doing this one. I, I must I think I just skipped over this when we were posting them up. And we definitely putting this food stuff in. We actually changed it to not being recipes, but yeah. it's more like, so yeah, by the way, exactly yeah. right. you might want to, like, to think about okay. that. So that's the part of it. The, um, yeah, have your first, don't have your first meal be a pizza, have a, yeah. you know, like a big salad or something yeah. yeah, like that. While things in the beginning of the sprint, even the beginning of this day and the beginning of the storyboarding all seemed a little messy. The next round of storyboarding, it helps make things feel a little more concrete. Here's Michael Smart explaining how the process works going into the third round of storyboarding. The second part, the storyboard really starts to take shape and come come to life. You know, the UIs are in there. The key screens are starting to feel a little bit more tangible. And, you know, you've got the copy on the buttons and things like that are coming together. We start seeing, for instance, in onboarding. In our case, we've, we, we, were, we were working on an onboarding sequence so we're you know thinking about our characters and the storyline in that as well and by the end of the second pass um you're really looking at like kind of the the foundation of the storyboard but i i will still have a few asterisks over my storyboard to say no worries we didn't come to a clean answer on that through our short discussion. So I'm just going to put an asterisk on this. We'll come back to that in our third pass and we'll see what's still open. And that's where we get into the, you know, these very final details. So at the end of the second pass, I give everyone a short break, 10 minutes, get some bre- a bit of air, a little bit of something to drink. And then when we come back for the third pass, and that's also about 30 minutes, we are really finessing copywriting or we're adding you know, kind of little, uh, almost like instructions for the prototyping team for the next day. For instance, if we have animations or if there's any interaction design that we'd like to try to get into their prototype, then we would, then we would like finalize those details in the third pass. And so the team begins their final round of storyboarding. Okay, guys, cool. Welcome back. We're going to go through our last, uh, our last pass we've got three o'clock so like i think we're going to be done in yeah. 45 minutes um we're in a lot of detail here so normally we would have all the screens fast like pretty much the first version of them 
but we've also got a lot of these open details already done. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty happy about this, actually. All right, so 45 minutes. Uh, where are we up to? Just a quick recap. Message is going to be happening here. We're pretty good pretty much through the onboarding. We even have our text here from D, so this is great. The user has gone through here, got some benefits. Great, let's try it. They're into this kind of cool little like mini survey section. We're introducing Celine. We're capturing the reasons why. We've got this little note here, and I'd like to come back to this in this pass about asking names here so that we can actually yeah. address them. But we, we haven't got that drawn in. Yeah. Um, we're starting to basically say, perfect, here's the recommendation. Uh, for, for, for now, we're talking about this is the recommendation. We've got to go with the 16.8 fast. And by the way, the easiest way to get into it is to start, um, start your practice tonight, straight after dinner. And the user can essentially now say, great, I'm going to practice that one. We still have this passing cell, which is like allowing notifications um, using uh, this is just I'm leaving it as a passing screen also for time for us tomorrow um, but also because um, it's I don't think we're at this point where we need to test will users allow notifications or not right um, so yeah, they're better at the UX like this is for me this is a UX thing that I will fix in my sleep now the sprint team's almost finished with day two of their sprint Storyboarding is almost complete. They're just putting on the finishing touches. But are they happy with how the day went? Day one ended with a series of high fives. Would day two end the same? Or, I don't know, would it end with questions and frustration? <laughs> for, the, for the unprepared ones. What about this one, the cleansing process has begun? Yeah, like something like that. Mm -hmm. That's sort of more of the tone. Perfect. Great. All right. Actually, you know what, you guys, um, you guys should just kick out. Can we just watch this together real quick? Oh, yeah. This is the video. Um, yeah, can yeah, you, you know what I'd love to do while we're watching stuff together is crack open a beer because yeah. I think that... How did you like beer or wine or not? I, I feel like I need to... White wine? White wine. I mean, it's well, really good. It's more? Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Thank you for this Thank you so much. Yeah, exactly. Great. Okay, so beers and high fives all around. They sound pretty pleased with the way that they finished up their Tuesday session, day two of the design sprint. In chatting with Michael Smart at the end of day two, he calls out some of these moments within the day that made him really proud. The customer as well, you know, there was a few out loud fuck yeah moments. So it's just like, you know, and, and I'm there and it's great. It's always just great. You know, our team, AJ and Smart, we put our everything into, into every sprint that we do, no matter who the customer is that walks through. We're just so keen to help people solve their problems. And to get a fuck here, you know, like within two minutes of turning around the concepts is, is, uh, is definitely rewarding for, for, for us. And I think for, for the customers as well, they're just walking around going amazing. Like we really now almost have enough ammunition here for, for for two years of work. Enough ammunition for two years of work. After just two days, that's actually pretty incredible. It really is. But 
Of course, there's still more work for the sprint team to do. This is just day two of five. Yeah, there's a whole lot of work. In the next day of their design sprint, Wednesday, they have to turn this storyboard into a real prototype that they can put in front of users to test with. Coming up with a testable prototype in just one day, it's definitely no small feat. No, and that's one of the reasons why typically at this point, the client, the CEO, the decider, they'll leave the sprint team and let the sprint team focus on putting together that prototype. That's right. The sprint team continues on and tomorrow we'll hear how the team takes a storyboard and turns it into a true prototype for Zero. Make sure you tune in each day so you don't miss this sprint week. Such an incredible opportunity for product people. Rocketship.fm is now proudly part of the Podglomerate Network. So you can go to podglomerate.com to find more fantastic shows to listen to or stick around. We've got some after the credits. So we'll see you here every day this week on Rocketship FM.